the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Manu. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League podcast. I am your host, Big Les. We're going to be going through some news and updates today, as well as some stats from the Sydney Roosters, particularly from the likes of Sam Walker. Let's get started, though, with the news and updates. Isaac Luke is set to retire at the season's end. He finished his career with one premiership, which is awesome. Not many players that retire from the competition today are premiership winners and it's really lucky for those who are because it is a great experience. Uh, not that I would know, but I have won one grand final, but that's nothing compared to an NRL grand final, I bet. Um, 287 NRL games, that is huge for uh, a player. Some players don't even reach 250, so 287, that's really, really good. Very close to 300 games. Four clubs, obviously South, Broncos, St. George, and the Warriors. Um, Two All-Star games for the Maori All-Stars. Really, really great achievement for him there. 43 games for New Zealand. It's an honor to represent your country uh, and your culture once, but 43 games is really, really special, especially for a guy like Isaac Luke. And 2008 World Cup winner. He won the World Cup in 2008. Really great achievement there. Really great career for Isaac Luke. Uh, and it'll be, he'll be sorely missed from the game. The Penrith Panthers may face sanction for stopping the game when Eels were on the attack for a Mitch Kenny injury. Now, personally, with this sort of stuff, with injuries... Um, I do think it's better if players are taken off the field and the game just keeps going or even just taken out of the play, to be honest. It's really unfortunate when we see injuries having the game stopped. It's really not fair. I mean, you take the guy off and you put someone else on and you just keep going. That's just the way it should be. Um, and yeah, it's fair enough. Panthers are getting punished for that. Um, I think... They might also get punished for the Tavita Pangai Jr. just out of insinuation. Um, it, it pretty much was an illegal interchange. But look, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Penrith are through to the preliminary finals where they'll be versing the Melbourne Storm. It's the grand final before the grand final. It's going to be a huge game. I can't wait for that one personally. But yeah, uh, they deserve the punishment. Um. Yeah, if your player's injured, take him off. That's just the thing. It is. That's just the way it should be, in my opinion. Brett Morris will reportedly become an assistant coach at the Roosters next year. I think that's great for Brett Morris. He's really a smart player, and he'd suit the assistant coach role really well at the Sydney Roosters. He, as I said, really smart player. Been in the game for a long time. I actually can't wait to see how he goes in a coaching role. It was. Uh, announced earlier in the year that he, when he retires at the end of this year, he will be in a coaching role uh, at the Roosters in some uh, in some form. Assistant coach would be would suit Brett Morris really well. We've obviously seen this thing happen with the likes of Ricky Stewart when he had retired from the Bulldogs and then went on to coach the Roosters and obviously won a premiership. 
not saying that Brett Morris will be winning premierships, but I reckon he'd suit the Roosters really well in that assistant coaching role. James Tedesco has won the Roosters Player of the Year award for the fourth year in a row. That is huge. That is just awesome. James Tedesco really just shows you the quality player he is. And the thing, the thing is, this year is particularly special because he's one of the only, um, one of the only players left, other than the likes of Joseph Manu, obviously now injured, but he's one of the only few players left that were actually in the starting thirteen which is crazy to think about. You've obviously got half the team who have probably wouldn't have debuted or been playing reserve grade this year if it wasn't for the 50% of the salary cap that was eventually out. Really lucky um, that the Roosters got as far as they did. They had a great season, and that was all led by James Tedesco. The effort that he put in as the captain of the club, a no-excuses mentality, Took that side to a grand, uh, to not a grand final, sorry, to the finals. I mean, as the, the the fact that they've come this far in the competition is just mind blowing for me, and it's a scary thought to think about what the Roosters are going to be like next year. Alex Johnston is officially the Ken Irving Irvine medalist for 27 tries this year. That is huge, Alex Johnston. I'm not being biased. I know I'm a South supporter, but he is a freak on the wing. Scoring tries left, right, and center. Probably one of the best wingers in the game at the moment. Fantastic achievement for there for Alex Johnston. Just be scoring meaties left, right, and center this year. Fantastic. And then you've got top point scorer going to Ruben Garrick with 304 points this season. And more to come, obviously, uh, in this final series. But... That's, that's a fantastic achievement for Ruben Garrick. And that's just in the regular season. I don't think that counts the finals. But geez, Ruben Garrick, 304 points. That is a huge season for him. He's not a guy that we usually think about when we think about the Manly Seagulls. We go to think about the likes of Cherry Evans and Tom Travojevic, Jake Travojevic, and those guys. You don't really think about this Ruben Garrick, but he's a fantastic player and he's a really good quality winger. And he's not just that... Goal kick, clutch goal kicker. He's some of the things I've seen him do on that field. Obviously, that try that he scored, uh, that he set up for Jason Saab when he kicked it all the way down the field. Just that vision was amazing, and the try of the year. Obviously, that was played last night. He just his just the effort that he put in there was just phenomenal. He is a fantastic player, really, really good quality player, Ruben Garrick. So there was a statement here from Michael Chamis, uh, and it's about the source. So the source will be playing. Um, he'll be playing this uh, this week. Um, that's not hundred percent confirmed, but there are spe- there is speculation that he will be playing this week. Uh, obviously, from Michael Chamis last night on the Footy Show. I will play you that now. I'm hearing Josh Mansell, who we all thought was out for the season with that knee injury he suffered against the Panthers. He's a chance. He gets to, needs to get through training tomorrow and then we'll be available for selection. Whether Wayne Bennett goes that way or keeps Jackson Paulo will be determined in the coming days. But Josh Mansell tracking to, to make a, a miraculous return for the Rabbits. That is huge. That is huge. I can't wait to see how that goes. I can't wait for the source to be coming back. 
Obviously, I thought he was out for this season. Uh, it's really good news to see that he is coming back uh, this week, most likely. Now, I wanted to look through some stats here. Sam Walker versus Kyle Flanagan in their first years for the Roosters. So, Sam Walker's played one more game. So, the games are 20 to 21. Kyle Flanagan playing 20 and Sam Walker playing 21. In those games, Sam Walker has scored eight tries and Kyle Flanagan only scored four. Try assists, Sam Walker has 19, Kyle Flanagan 11. Line break assists, Sam Walker has 22 and Kyle Flanagan has nine. Tackle efficiency, Sam Walker 80.8%, Kyle Flanagan 83.8%. So Kyle Flanagan leads... Sam Walker in tackle efficiency. By the way, this was when Kyle Flanagan was at the at the Roosters. Uh, and then weight, obviously, Kyle Flanagan's got him there as well. 85 kilos for Kyle Flanagan and 78 kilos for Sam Walker. But the year Sam Walker has had is huge. And I don't think many people would have thought about this. Uh, and this stat... It just goes to show the impact that Sam Walker has had. Kyle Flanagan was an amazing player. And look, the stats don't differ that much. But Sam Walker, what a player. What a player. I can't wait to see the things that Sam Walker does in his career. But just his first year, he's already topped Kyle Flanagan, who has been in the NRL for maybe a year or longer. But uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not dissing Kyle Flanagan. Kyle Flanagan's a great player as well. Unlucky not to start for the Bulldogs this year. But Sam Walker, to be comparing to a guy like Kyle Flanagan, who's about just over like six kilos heavier and has obviously been in the NRL for a bit longer, is just huge for me. I think that's an awesome stat. Another stat here I've got is Jaden Campbell. Total tackle breaks um, for the Queensland Cup. This is bef- this is not when he was playing. Um, this is not it count for the NRL. This was when he was in the Queensland Cup just before he made his debut this year. Jaden Campbell. He played six games for this side here, and he got fifty nine tackle breaks. 59 tackle breaks in six games. That is huge. That's unheard of. I can't wait to see what happens with Jaden Campbell this year. He's a fantastic rookie, really good player coming through for the Gold Coast Titans, and I can't wait to see what happens with him. Now, another topic I want to touch on here was last night. We had the first night of the Daly M um, awards, what many awards handed out, but sort of just advertising for next week. I thought it was a bit of a strange one. I thought it wasn't really needed. I thought, it, as, as I heard the Rugby League Guru say on his podcast, which came out this morning, that it should be one night. I totally agree. I think it's just uncalled for, to be honest. I don't really know necessarily why it's two nights. I was talking to the Short Ball podcast when I did a post about this, when it, when it was just announced that there was two nights, and even we, we were confused as to why this was happening as well. 
I just can't wait for next week. Next week's going to be the real awards ceremony. So if you didn't watch last night, you didn't really miss much. Um, yeah, it was a bit weird having two nights, especially with this one being a bit unexplanatory. Well, thanks for listening in, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Recommend it to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.